Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The physics of catching a gnarly 80-foot-tall wave by Retaline. Recently, there was a tweet from Massimo. Brazilian surfer Rodrigo Coxa broke the world record for the highest wave ever surfed during a session in Nazar, Portugal, according to the World Surf League. The Sao Paulo native set the new record riding an 80-foot, 24.38-meters wave in November 2017. I've never been surfing, but I'm willing to give it a try. I would not, however, be interested in attempting to surf a massive wave like the one off the coast of Portugal. That's a pass for me. Of course, even if you don't surf, there is still some cool physics involved in the act of surfing, let alone all the physics of wave formation. So how does a rider stay moving with a huge wave like this? As with all motions, the key is to look at forces. See, if you... The forces on a surfer moving at a constant speed on a wave. Remember that these forces all have to add up in a way to make zero net force. If there is a non-zero net force on the surfer, then there would also be an acceleration, that is, the nature of forces. But what are these three forces? The most obvious is the gravitational force. This is the downward pulling force that results from the mass of the surfer and the earth interacting. It's a cool force. But since neither the masses nor the distances between the objects change, this force is also constant. The next force to consider is the drag force. As the surfboard moves through the water, there is some resistance. This resistance is like a frictional force in the opposite direction of motion and parallel to the surface of the water. Notice that the water for this wave is not horizontal, since it's, you know, a wave. I assume the magnitude of this drag force would increase with an increase in surfer speed. The last force is the one I have labeled as water. Yes, I'm cheating here. Technically, the drag force is also from the water, but I didn't know what else to call this. The important point is that this component of the force from the water is perpendicular to the surface of the water instead of parallel, like the drag force. It comes from a combination of buoyancy and a type of lift as the board moves through the water. This water force prevents the board from sinking into the wave. Add up all these forces and the surfer moves at a constant speed. But wait, it gets more complicated. 
In order to see the problem, it probably is better if you draw a force diagram, and the surfer will just be a dot. Consider the line parallel to the water. I will call this the x-axis. There are two forces pushing in this x-direction. There is the drag force, and then there is a component of the gravitational force. As the wave gets steeper, there is a large component of the gravitational force in the direction down the wave. In terms of the gravitational force, mass multiplied by the gravitational field, g, and the wave angle, the following must be true for constant velocity. So, a steeper wave means a greater forward-pushing force which would speed up the surfer. But a greater speed probably means a greater drag force. This means that for a given wave angle, there is only one surfer speed that will give a particular velocity. That's important because you probably want to be traveling at the same speed as the wave. That's the whole point of this sport called surfing. Oh, I should point out that in this example, the wave and the surfer are moving in different directions. The wave is moving horizontally, but the water in the wave moves in complicated ways. Thus, it seems there should be a particular spot on the wave for a surfer to catch the wave. If a surfer is moving too fast for a wave, there is always another option. Turn. If a surfer moves perpendicular to the direction the wave moves, the speed in the direction of the wave is much lower. I guess, reminder, not an actual surfer, this is why they travel along the length of the wave. This is likely doubly true for waves that's as giant and steep as the one in Portugal. I still would be afraid to even be near this type of a wave. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.